What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Today, we are talking about free will again, and specifically, why you need to give up on people. I know that may not seem like it has a correlation, but I swear it will, and let's get right into it. You know, giving it up on people is not a very fun thing to do. I've had to do it a lot more than I would like to admit, like to admit but as I get older, as I get wiser and choosing people that I'll be around, well, I've only been an adult for a couple of years, and it's been a lot better because I get to choose the people that I have around me, and it's been much better that way. But for the people that I did not choose to have around, like family members and people in school and such things, I've had to make some hard decisions, if you know what I'm saying. And I'm glad I made those decisions, and I'm not embarrassed or afraid, or I don't feel any negative emotions because of that. I feel good about myself that I have made the choice to prioritize my mental health and my physical health and my future and my potential over people from the past that I did not choose that are there to tear me down. I've also been on the other side of this equation. I have people giving up on me. So it's not like a, a one-way street. And But they're wrong, though. They're wrong. <laughs> I'm right, and they're wrong. And I know this because of the results that I'm having and the results that they're having. I know where I'm at. I know where they're at. And I can objectively realize that Hey, yeah, I'm definitely headed in the right direction and they're in the wrong direction. It's like you and a friend get trapped in the desert, your plane crashes, and you're trying to find some water. And your friend is like, hey, I think the oasis is, is uh, north. And you're like, nah, man, it's definitely south. And you decide to part ways. And you hope, even though he's your friend, you hope that your friend is wrong and that north doesn't have the oasis and that south has the oasis because if you get to the oasis, that means your friend dies. Or if he gets to the oasis, that means you die. So that's kind of like what I mean by giving up on people and what it, the consequences and such. And there's three things that I mean when I say giving up on people. The first is that people do not want to be saved. They want to achieve on their own. People may want, pretend they want to get something for nothing to have freedom for free, but that is actually not the case. Because when you do get something for free, when you get something for nothing, you don't appreciate it and you squander it and you end up in a terrible situation with your relationships, with your emotional state, with your conscience, and you, and a lot of things could go wrong. It's like the people that win their lottery, most of them go broke within a couple of years. And that's because they have terrible relationships, they never knew how to manage money, and all these other factors. People that take government money, they usually have terrible relationships, they don't have intact families, and all these other problems. So that's what you get when you get something for nothing. The least worst case scenario is that you have bad relationships, but not to the level where your family is broken. It's just that where things can't be said, where truths can't be had, where true conversations cannot be had, when your conscience is bugging you at night and you can barely sleep and you just feel anxious all the time, that's the um, terror that most people feel. So people don't want to be saved. And the next thing that I need to say is that people want to be accepted for who they are. People say this all the time, but they don't they don't actually know what that means. So I'll explain it real quick. What most people mean is that they want you to accept who they are, all their faults and things included, and not to contradict them in any way or to call them out for anything that's bad. In short, they want you to not have any values. They want you to not use your mind to discriminate good and bad, good and evil, right and wrong. They want you to put all that out the window and just... Take whatever they give to you. The true meaning of acceptance is to um, recognize all the facts about the person that you're dealing with and everything that 
that person is experiencing or displaying is a result of their thoughts or non-thoughts if they're a person that thinks they think and they actually have thoughts from other people in the environment. True acceptance, which many, many people are not aware of or have never experienced or have never given to anyone, is when you recognize all the facts about their personality, the way they act, the way they behave, the way they think, what they value, all that good and bad, and you say, I'm good with this. I don't need you to change. I don't need you to be different. I don't need you to adopt my values. You are good enough as you are with all your faults, all your pluses, all your minuses. And this is not the experience of most people. What happens is they get into a relationship and they say to themselves, this person is almost perfect. If just they would just do this one thing, oh my God. <laughs> if they just change this one thing, it would be awesome. But they don't. And what happens is they reject their partner. They reject the person in that relationship. And that is a terrible feeling. Rejection is a terrible feeling. You're saying to your partner, for example, I love you, but you always do this, and I wish you would change this and that and this and this. And what the other person on the other side feels like, this person doesn't accept me for who I am, and this is not good. This is making me angry. It's making me stressed out. This person is trying to change me. What people don't realize, or maybe they don't realize this when they're dealing with other people, but they think it applies to them, you cannot change anybody. The only person you can change is yourself. You can put out your argument. Hey, I think you should do this. It really upsets me when you do that. And if they say, no, I'm not going to change, then you have a choice. Accept them for the, who, the, who they are and take all the good with the bad or to leave and find a different relationship, whether that be a romantic relationship or a friendship or a, a work relationship. And this is where it ties into your free will. They chose who they are to some extent. They made choices. They thought, they didn't think, they chose not to think. Maybe they adopted the values of their culture or their group. And there is nothing you can do besides put out your arguments unless you're willing to to uh, break the law. But even that doesn't work. You put your hands on somebody and you get them to conform. You don't get them to change, you get them to conform. And conformity is a temporary thing that results in resentment and hatred and eventual blow up of the relationship, whatever kind of relationship it is. It's a rare and beautiful thing to have a relationship any kind of relationship where you can actually criticize the person, put out your arguments to them, and actually they accept your argument and change for themselves. Because you don't get them to change, they change themselves. That's a beautiful thing. And it's maybe a, a one out of a hundred type of thing. Maybe even a one out of five hundred type of relationship. And of course, if your chart if your partner is trying to change you or your whoever your relationship is and is trying to change you, it's up to you to accept the argument or deny the argument. And to make the choice for yourself to change or not to change. You don't change for anybody else. You change for yourself. Action is self-generated. No other scenario is possible. Nobody can change you. Nobody can breathe for you. Nobody can take a poop for you. Nobody can take a pee-pee for you. It's all on you. You got to do everything that is necessary to achieve your values. When we try to change people who don't want to change, they don't want, they don't, they think it changes disadvantageous for themselves. If we continue to try to change them, to try to convince them, to put our energy and effort into them, what you will experience is exploitation. And it comes in two ways. You're exploiting them, and they're exploiting you. You're exploiting them because you're not exercising your free will, your judgment, and pursuing your values. And you are trying to make somebody change to relieve some emotional discomfort on your part. And since the emotion comes from you, it doesn't come from the other person, it comes from you then you are not exercising your free will. You are in the past. You're not in the future. You're, you're acting on the past. 
and they are exploiting you by continually to fakely accept your your criticisms, your arguments, or whatever it is you're trying to do for them. Let's say I'm dead broke and you're rich, and I come to you, hey, Tommy, I need some help with my finances. I'm broke. I did this and this and this and that, and I never had any success. And yeah, can you give me a thousand bucks so I can make it through the week? And you're like, yeah, man, I got you a thousand bucks. That's nothing to me. You give me the thousand bucks and I go on my way. And then the next week I come back. Hey, man, it didn't really work out. Uh, can I have another thousand bucks? And you're like, you know what? You're a friend of mine. Yeah, sure. And then it happens enough. And then you're like, hey, man, you need to get your act together. I'm going to get you some job training. We're going to do this and this and this. And you are not going to need my help any longer. And what's going to happen 99 times out of 10 is that the person you're trying to help is going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Or they may say, yeah, I want to do that. But then they half-ass it, and they don't do what what the what the uh, they don't do what's necessary to achieve the result, and that's how you know that you just got exploited for two thousand dollars, or for love and affection, or for whatever it is, because it's not just money that gets exploited. It's your time, it's your energy, it's your love, your devotion. All that time and energy you gave to that person could have been used to form a beautiful relationship with another person and another area of your life, and they exploited you. By taking your time, your money, whatever it is, and you didn't, you don't get that time back, you don't get that energy back, you don't get the opportunity back, and yeah, and they also suck you in into helplessness. They suck you into helplessness. Hey, this person can't be helped, and then you eventually adopt that belief yourself that you can't be helped when it comes to your problems, and you just lost your free will, and it happens very slowly and then very fast. You start off as a guy like, hey, I was poor. I rose up to this level, and now I'm doing pretty well for myself. Now I can help my friend who was in that same situation. You help your friend, and you help your friend, and then you figure out that you're exploited, and you're like, oh, snap. Maybe he couldn't help himself. Maybe he's just destined to fail. Maybe he's just this or that. And then you think about your own problem, and you're like, maybe I'm just destined to have this problem because X, Y, and Z. Very subtle changes in the mind result in vastly different outcomes. For you, your family, everyone that you know, love and care about. I hope you got something good out of this. I think I did a pretty good job of explaining it. But I will see you in the next one. Peace out.